You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We're talking Cowboys and Titans, a helicopter crash, more Brady drama, seven games you don't want to miss. Welcome into episode number 89 on this December, Friday, December 30th. Back here with no no other than than J.D. Kingsley. He's on his uh, TB12 episode, if, if you will, his 12th episode with with the Brillianis gang, uh, how's it going, man? What's 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 popping off tonight? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. I'm feeling some type of way that you missed my my tenth episode uh, celebration. So I expect extra cake. You know, maybe a few cookies. Those those cookies you were talking about with the the Hershey Kisses around Christmas time. But uh, other than that, man, I'm doing good. Doing good, man. Ready to talk some some NFL. You know how it is. So how about you? How are you doing tonight, bro? You know, you know what it is as a Wiz Khalifa would say black and yellow. But anyways, no, hey, yeah. We will talk black and yellow. We will talk <laughs> black and yellow at Steelers. You already know. <laughs> We're, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot's going on. I mean, the the bowl season is well, you know, we, we talked about that earlier this week. Check that last episode out. And, and obviously, as, as we get into the weekend, I mean, the NFL is coming back on a Sunday. So last week, you know, don't get used to the NFL being on a Saturday because they'll switch it right back to Sunday the next week. So, uh, yeah, man, where uh, what what's piquing your interest this week? First of all, I had somebody complain that we forgot to do the shit show of the week and the standout stud of the week um, last, on Monday. So let's do that real quick. Uh, my standout stud of the week was Ryan's for last week was Ryan Sickup, Tampa Bay 49ers um, kicker. He hit four field goals and carried that pathetic Tampa Bay offense to victory. So that's my standout stud from last week's game. So you got, bro. Um, I got to There's a couple guys that are in the running. I I got to give it to our our main man Travis Kelsey, obviously brother of of the the better player Jason Kelsey. But no, uh, <laughs> yeah, he uh he did his thing as always, man. I mean, you know, uh against Seattle, really wasn't a close game. It it looks a little bit on like it was, but it it really wasn't at any point. So. Uh, six catches over a hundred yards there. And uh, the guy is just a, a machine every single week. I mean, he could score three touchdowns a week, I think most weeks. Uh, so he, he's just, he's Mr. Consistent and probably the best tight end in the game right now. Yeah, miss, It's just pitch and catch out there for him and Mahomes. Too, too easy. So my shit show of the week, which should come as absolutely no surprise. I actually stole this one from Aaron. He wanted it, but I got it first. Russell Wilson, or if you want to say Nathaniel Hackett, 
or the entire Broncos offense. But we're going to go with Russ. Absolute trash of a game. Hackett's gone. Move on to next season. We'll see what happens. So, Russ, the shit show of the week for me. What do you got, man? Who you got? Guy, a guy that's just taking all the heat right now. It's got to be Derek Carr, man. He, oof. Credit to the Steelers for pulling that game out uh, for Franco, but I mean, he, Derek Carr put the Steelers. Hold on a second. I got, I got the ambulances and fire trucks going past. But uh, you know, Derek Carr is uh, he he looks like he's on his way out, man. I mean, he he dug his own grave. Was that uh, were those ambulances and fire trucks for Derek Carr's career? <laughs> Got to no. put out, got to put out the dumpster fire in, in uh, Las Vegas. I think they're for. Uh, I didn't hear them in the background. <laughs> uh, wait, one for Derek Carr and one for Sam Darnold. It'll take them both out of the league, and you know, good riddance Oof. for both of them. But no, Oof. I mean, down the stretch there, Derek Carr throws a, a crucial under. I mean, he had three in the game, but that last drive, I mean, he had Renfro, you know, fairly wide open, and he just kind of lofted it up for for anybody on the Steelers to grab it. And, and that's exactly what happened. And and then obviously he gets benched. So it's just from bad to worse for the Raiders and, and Josh Jacobs made comments after the game about his displeasure. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's no, no good in, in Vegas right now for, for that ball club. It's no good in Vegas right now, but Tom Brady, Las Vegas Raiders, Tom Brady throwing to Devonte Adams, popping back into the AFC. Hot topic, man. The Raiders have they'll have the money to pay him. Tom Brady not looking good with the Bucks. Highly doubtful he comes back with that cap situation. He's not really pleased down there unless he somehow wins the Super Bowl. In that case, every NFC team should just relocate um, this year if he somehow wins the Super Bowl. But um, <laughs> yeah, Tom Tom Brady in Vegas, man. We, we've mentioned Brady pretty much everywhere um, except, for, I, but we haven't mentioned him in Vegas. So first thoughts: If I say Tom Brady in a Raiders uniform, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Dude, it's a little scary. I'll be honest. Like, um, what is it? NFC West, uh, you know, pretty tough division, obviously. I mean, AFC, the, yeah. Or, or, yeah, I'm sorry. You just, you just said AFC. No there, I, there I go with the brain fart, uh, brain nah, diarrhea. All good, brother. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I mean, if, if, if Josh, like I, I would, be pretty certain that if they if Josh Jacob knew you know Tom Brady's on his way in he'd probably stick around uh then you got Devontae Adams obviously uh, Derek Carr's boy but it, it you know he's not getting the job done so it, it's you know if you can imagine Derek Carr or I'm sorry if you can imagine Brady with with Josh Jacobs Hunter Renfro uh Darren Waller uh, it, it's just like Devontae Adams obviously already mentioned and that that's pretty scary. I mean, the the Raiders. I, I did hear a stat. I think they've had like one of the top three worst defenses every single year that Derek Carr's been there. <clears throat> that Derek Carr's been there. So um, obviously that doesn't help uh, his his cause. But I mean, he's he's shooting them in the foot single handedly. He he's you know derailing that team right now. I would say he's he has the most picks in the league. Um, it, it's just like. Brady, Brady on the Raiders would would and would be. I'm glad he'd be in the AFC. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I would not count that team out from from making a serious serious push with just with Brady and Devontae Adams in the running game would be would be a lot to to obviously keep up with and and defend. Yeah, and we figure Gronk will probably come out of retirement to join Brady wherever he goes next year too. So just 
throw Gronk in, in Las Vegas. It would make sense to have Gronk in, in Sin City. So, you know, that would fit right in with his uh, his wild, crazy goofiness. So, yeah, man, um, you mentioned that Derek Carr, uh, most interceptions in the league. Actually, Dak Prescott tied him for the most interceptions in the league with the game Thursday, which I guess would have been yesterday, even though he's missed five games. Um, <laughs> Cowboys come out of that game against the Titans, led by Titans led by Josh Dobbs. Cowboys come out with a messy uh, 27 to 13 win. Prescott had had two picks in that first half. Cowboys were only up, you know, 10 6. Um, you think after that that win against the Eagles, you know, on sun, this last Sunday, obviously the emotions were very high after a big division win like that. Uh, do you think they come in and overlook the Titans? Do you think uh, maybe the Cowboys are in trouble? Like I said, you know, Dak missed five games and he's tied for the, the league lead in interceptions. Are, you know, I know some of those are bouncing off the receiver's hands, but is this regression? I mean, Hyde, Prescott reminds me of Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, good point on the, uh, on the stat there. Obviously, Prescott, five less games. Sam Mao's picks as Derek Carr. He's probably going to eclipse him, obviously, Derek Carr being on the bench or, or wherever he's going to be at with his a million kids that he has. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's – I think the Cowboys are uh, – uh, this is going to be a weird comparison, but they remind me of Penn State, man. They play down to the competition. So if they're playing a team that's not obviously loaded in any way, like the Titans are – especially without Derek Henry, the Titans are like not much of anything out there on offense. Um and the defense is far from good. Uh, they they just think they they can walk in there and just uh, you know annihilate a team and and no matter who's on the other side, like you can't do that. Especially in just any professional level of sports, you can't do that. It's any given Sunday or or Thursday night, whatever you want to call it. But um, yeah, I, I just think that's a problem for them. I feel like they just do that quite often. I mean, no disrespect to Jacksonville, but. Um, on paper, Dallas should probably torch them. Um, and obviously they, uh, lost that game on a pick six, you know, by Dak. So I don't know. I think it's partly Mike McCarthy too. I mean, I know Jason Garrett, they, they were, you know, 500 every single year. He was there pretty much. Uh, but I, I just, I don't think Mike McCarthy's a motivator, man. I don't think like Micah Parsons might be their best leader. I, I, I might be reaching there, but. Um, I, I just don't think they have that guy that's like, you know, let's go out there and, and pummel this team and kick their ass and all that. I just feel like they walk in there like we're going to win and we're going to we'll find a way to win no matter what. We're the Cowboys. So. Yeah, it's, you mentioned playing down in the competition. I was actually chatting with a Cowboys fan earlier today who will be listening to the show show. So shout out, you know who you are. Um, he, he was saying the exact same thing that, you know, the play, they were just playing down down to their competition and uh, he was not happy with that you know he brought up the point you know with Prescott's uh, interceptions that a lot of it is on the receivers and you know that is true to a point for sure some of it has uh, come off of tip passes but like I said uh, Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde is, is the way I see Prescott you know last week against the Eagles he just that awful start and then he uh, came back and, and led that rally to to give him the, the victory there so yeah I, I like the comparison um, to Penn State with playing down. So we'll see how Penn State does in the Rose Bowl. We'll see how the Cowboys do moving forward. They still do have have a crazy chance of, of snagging the, the NFC East if the Cow- Eagles lose out, which we'll talk about that game, uh, this game coming up with the Saints a little later in the show. Jalen is not going to be playing. So a little 
uh, teaser there or spoiler alert, which I don't think anybody's really surprised about. Um, But (laughs) so yeah, the Cowboys still have a bit to play for, you know, obviously the Titans are just resting up for next week, which I mean, Dobbs showed some things, man. He he had more yards, I think in the first half than, than Malik there, Malik Davis or Malik something or other, their other (laughs) Titans, other quarterback uh, did in his three starts. So I mean, that Dobbs are in the starting job in my mind. We'll see. I think Jacksonville is going to destroy whoever, whoever uh, quarterback steps up uh, next week because Trevor Lawrence is an absolute stud. So we shall see going into next week. Looking forward to to that one. But um, I mean oh, Zeke's still doing his thing. What's that? I, I don't know, man. We might have been watching it. I don't know about Josh Dobbs, man. I'll be honest with you. He, it, maybe maybe it was it was the de- I mean Dallas defense is no joke. No no disrespect to them at all. Um, but dude, he he made some some of his throws i was like dude i mean just about have 50- you seen have you seen the have you seen the other guy for tennessee bro dan hills on injured reserve and not, <laughs> like I said, i'm still trying to figure out the guy's last name that's malik that's something not, or other malik willis yeah yeah i, I yeah, like willis, the kid man. I, I, maybe i haven't seen enough of him so maybe i need my you talk check. about willis Did you talk about willis <laughs> But I mean, you dude, check, boy. here's all. Here's all. I'll, I'll say this, man. If Josh Dobbs is your best option, you're in. You're in a world of trouble. I'll say that because that's I'm, fair. That's I mean, fair, dude. He he's twenty of thirty nine. He barely was over fifty percent completion. I get it's Dallas and and Tennessee is a disaster this year, man. Like I just I don't. Uh, I I didn't expect them to fall like this. Uh, this fast. I've never been a Tannehill guy uh, from day from Miami. I thought Tannehill wasn't that great, uh, but I mean, he, he, compared to these other guys, it's like, you know, it's water to wine. The, these guys are just water. <laughs> I mean, it's it's painful for. I, I'm glad I'm not a Titans fan. I'll put it that way because they're they're going through it on in so many different ways right now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So I mean, Zeke Zeke still doing his thing. I uh, got it. <laughs> rushing touchdown for the ninth straight game. Um, can't stop that man by the goal line. So Cowboys fans, you, you escape with the win. Um, and that's ultimately what matters when it comes down to you got that dub night, just hope and pray that the Eagles lose out. So um, keep praying. Keep hoping. Know, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, speaking of praying, man, um, some cra- absolutely crazy news. Um, Blaine Gabbert, who, he used to be a Jacksonville Jaguar, but is now the backup to, to Tom Brady. He and two of his brothers were out jet skiing and saved some people who were in a helicopter crash, bro. Just absolutely nuts. Um, according to the Tampa Bay t- Times, you know, I'm going to summarize, but, you know, these people were out. It was like a Christmas present just in, you know, a helicopter ride and the aircraft's engine failed and, and the, the um, they had to make an emergency landing into the, into the water and, um, uh, what's his face? Like Gabbert and his two brothers, you know, literal actually brothers, not two of his homies. If I can even talk tonight, Gabbert, um, <laughs> you know, they went out and, um, you know, actually were able to, to get the people and help them out and save them. So you got a real hero there. Mad respect for him. Um, Tom Brady, you're just a football hero. Gabbert is a real hero. Um, <laughs> Facts. I got to throw, I got to throw shade. I got to throw shade when I can at Brady, but uh, um, anyway, so yeah, dude, dude if I were to tell you that there was going to be a, a helicopter accident, um, that would be big news in the NFL. What would you think? What, what would the scenario be in your mind if I, if you heard about that? <laughs> I mean, you no, know, 
and this is no, I'm not trying to make a mockery of it. it like when you, when you told me this initially, man, what came to my mind was like Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. 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 So I was hoping yep. it wasn't something along, you know, no matter who it is, even if it was Tom Brady, I don't wish that upon him, but you know, I do have some respect there, but not much, not much, Absolutely. respect, but, but enough to like not wish ill upon him. Uh, but uh, no, I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. Like of all people, Blaine Gabbert too. I mean, when's the last time you heard that guy's name? In, in any type of news or, or any type of, uh, you know, headline, uh, you know, no disrespect, right. no disrespect again, but it's just like, you know, the guy hasn't done much in his career, but, but Hey, I mean, it's doing something like that ultimately in the big picture is far more important than uh, tossing a ball Absolutely. around the yard. So uh, good for him. Man. I mean, you, you can't, uh, can't have any bad things to say that that's just, that's awesome that, um, you know, what saving I read here, it's, it's four four victims were involved there and and uh yeah, you know, four he, people, yep. He uh obviously came to their rescue there, but um yeah, pretty scary situation, obviously. Um nevertheless. Yeah, definitely. A good feel good story uh for the NFL when something like that happens. Uh we'll see if the Panthers or the Bucks have a feel good story this Sunday as as they match <laughs> up. I think it's it's interesting, you know, you got Tom Brady who's obviously old, the oldest player in the league. Panthers bring back Josh Norman off the. They signed him. I don't know earlier this week or last week, and they're activating him off the off the um, practice squad. You remember Josh Norman, right? I remember Josh Norman. Yep, yep. Yeah, back in 2015, OBJ and the baseball bat. I mean, do you think now? Think maybe as he he'll bring that bat, you know, that bat back uh, to celebrate, you know, like the World Series or to kind of you know practice for next year. You think the bat's coming back? Hey, I mean, with that guy, I mean, he's a pretty fiery guy, it seems like, so I wouldn't put anything past him. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe he goes out there and lights Brady up. You know what I mean? I, I would love to see that. I mean, it, it, maybe if I'm Todd Bowles, I'm considering starting Gabbard. I mean, he just saved he saved four <laughs> people's lives. Like, have some respect, you know, where respect's due. But, but no. Yeah, maybe all, he could save their season. <laughs> <laughs> well, all kidding aside, I mean, I, I think Tampa Bay's going to win this game. I hate to say it. Um but I hope Carolina finds a way, man. I, I I would love to see Tampa completely somehow miss out on the division and, and somehow miss the playoffs altogether. If that's possible, I don't, I don't know if it is maybe if they lose out. It but. is. Yeah. Yeah. Tampa and Tampa lost 21 to three to the, the Panthers um, earlier in the year. So in week seven, so they would have the two to two lead. I do believe what are the Panthers right now? Six and nine. So the Panthers went out, they're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I do believe because they're, they're going to be uh, uh, eight and nine, and the Buccaneers would be at the best eight and nine. Um, and with the head-to-head tiebreaker to nothing, you're looking at Carolina hosting a home game. The team that couldn't figure out if they wanted to start Baker Mayfield, PJ Walker, Sam Darnold, or you know somebody's uncle Uncle John sitting <laughs> in the retirement home <laughs> earlier this year. Talk talk about that, man. I mean, Tom Brady will probably be joining Uncle John in the retirement home soon enough. But uh, anyway, so. um, well, anyway, like that that's wild to think about. And uh, <laughs> if you're a wild card team, are, are you scared to go into Carolina? And play the Panthers. I mean, I don't know if you remember back, I don't know how many years ago it was, but Seattle won the, the division at seven and nine and actually won a playoff game at home. So does Carolina have a chance to win a game there? Um, I like to keep this show PG thirteen, man, but I'm gonna say hell no. Uh if that's appropriate <laughs> for the I I think if you're going into Carolina, dude, you you are that's a blessing. Uh I don't think that's a good football team. I just don't I have no faith in them whatsoever. 
Uh, I don't care if Sam Darnold's playing. I mean, honestly, I think PJ Walker is like the most, the guy with the most uh, upside of all of them. With like, if I were to play them, I would not want to see that guy. But even even him, it's like, oh, you have no <laughs> no idea what you're getting. But uh, if you're going into Carolina, or, or you know, if you have to play Carolina and Sam Darnold's in there, I'm betting heavy the other side. Uh, no no faith or confidence in that guy. So, um, yeah, I mean, in all actuality, I mean them firing what they fired Matt rule. I don't even know what week that yeah. was anymore. Uh, they've, they've seems like, so, it seems like an eternity ago. They've actually got a few wins since then. They've won three of their last four. I, I mean, mean, dude, it's, it's it, amazing. Against... It, 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 I can't like the people. I mean, the defense is, it's, you know, it's upper, probably upper 15, uh, upper half of the <laughs> league. But other than that, man, it's like, I mean, they lost McCaffrey. Obviously they trade him away. Like I, I have no idea how they're winning games. Um, and running like, the football and playing bad teams. <laughs> yeah, watch that. Well, I mean, I can't, fu- I can't fully say that though. I mean, they beat the they beat the you know the uh, Lions thirty seven twenty three last week. Um, they beat the know, Bucks the pretty good, team- like you said. Yeah, the Bucks. other two teams they beat during their win streak were the Broncos, which that doesn't count. Um, <laughs> and, and the Seahawks thirty to twenty four, and you know the Seahawks have been a, a pleasant surprise um, this year. So. I don't know, man. I mean, which version of the Panthers do you get? I, I, I think they they go into Tampa Bay and play them pretty tough. I mean, it took Ryan Sick up hitting four field goals just just to beat for the Buccaneers to beat Trace McSorley and the Arizona Cardinals. You talk about Penn State, you know what I mean? Like, throw, I can see the Panthers throw it on winning a dime, this game. man. Throw it on a dime, like number nine, Trace McSorley. Hey, but, uh, it is. Yeah, I mean, no, dude, I Buc- Bucks are game. not playing well right now. I'll give you that. I mean, they. Any any given week, I still think they could go out there and just throw a 30, 35, 40 point game on somebody out of nowhere. I just have that horrible feeling. Uh, but I hope that can I hope they continue to struggle. Obviously, as a as a Brady hater, you know maybe I'm the president of the Brady hater fan club. But <laughs> um, yeah, I I hope I hope that Carolina can at least make it a game. Um, it's just I don't bet against Brady in these type of situations, no matter who's on you know, either side, uh, in a game that That's they fair. must win, it's, it's tough, but I mean, Hey, hopefully they can hang in there and, and Sam, if Sam Donald's the one in there, hopefully he's not seeing ghosts again. Cause that won't be good. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady's old enough that people will be seeing his ghosts eventually and not, not in the <laughs> too distant future, but all right. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Oh uh, my respect. <laughs> respect to the respect to the goat. So uh, you don't have to um, say that. You don't have to say goat, man. He gets enough credit. Just respect, respect to, respect to the, respect to the goat so i say that with asterisk but anyway you know the man the man is a man is a legend regardless of the asterisk that may or may not be there the man is a legend he still can win football games he still can take the team and put a put the team on his shoulders at, at times for sure so yeah i'm you know I, i'm not feeling you know bad about playing tampa if they're in the playoffs but honestly man i'm i'm more scared of rogers and i said this in the last segment um Aaron Rodgers, Vikings playing the Packers this week, and the Packers are on that three-game win streak. They're actually it's in Green Bay at Lambeau. Um, the Packers are actually favored by three points. You know, Minnesota is eleven and zero in those those one-score games, and they have an a bro. Get this, they have a plus five-point differential as a twelve and three team. Like what? <laughs> Doesn't make sense of that at all. No, I mean honestly, man. The, Especially with the the way um, the Packers beat the beat the Finns last week, 
I'm going with the Packers in this game, man. I, I don't trust the Vikings whatsoever, one bit. I, I think the Vikings are the most overrated 12-3 and team in the history of the NFL. They came back against the Indianapolis Jeff Saturday, sure, whatever. You know, they're 11-0 <laughs> in those one-score games. But, I mean, 11-0 in those one-score games, it could just as easily be, you know, instead of 12-3, and they could be, you know, 4 and nine you know what i mean what four and now i can't do math 12 and three is 15 so uh four and eleven four and eleven yeah four and eleven yeah (laughs) but i just said i'm more i'm more scared of a streak in aaron Rodgers. you know that sounds funny streak in aaron Rodgers. (laughs) (laughs) so do the vikings go into lambo and win that game aaron or does your namesake mr rogers go in there and does he take the victory i mean they probably named him after you (laughs) <laughs> or oh, wait, wait, wait yeah. a second. He, he he's older. Never mind. Anyway, they probably <laughs> named him with you in mind, knowing that you know you'd have the sweet podcast. Anyway, what's your opinion? <laughs> most like most likely, man. I mean, why not? Uh, do the Vikings go into Lambo and win? I say hell no. Uh, no, they don't. Uh, Vikings will not not get the dub. Uh, do you know what ha- you know what time this game happens to be on at by chance? Is it a prime time matchup? That's four twenty-five. Oh, uh, Vikings have a chance then. I mean, if it was Sunday Night Football, I'd say uh, Kirk Thuggins. Every time the lights come on, he's, he's nowhere to be found. That guy is he, even with all that bling he has on under the jersey. He, I mean, you can't see him on the on a primetime game. So he just disappears. But um, yeah, I think I think the Packers win this. The Packers need to win this. Uh, and it's crazy. Like I thought they were dead in the water. So I could be wrong on this take too, but. Um, yeah, I, I called them like, you know, as dead, as dead as ever when they were four and eight or whatever it was. And, and they're, they've rebounded well, man. Like it's, it's, it's quite surprising. I still don't think, I still don't have that much fear in them because of the receiving core is not, is not there, but you're going to have to stop the running game if you go up against them in, in the playoffs. Yeah. No, I'll give you one reason why the Vikings will win. Justin Jefferson. There's absolutely no question in my mind. That guy, uh, he passed Randy Moss for the Vikings um, single season yards record. And then also he passed Chris Carter for the single season reception record for the Vikings. So, I mean, you've got to pass those two legends. You got to be, you know, freaking incredible. So, I mean, dude, Jefferson, we've gone over and over and over. Um, Just how incredible he is, you know, and how good a receiver you know, just to throw an NFL stat at you here, just because you know I love that kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> he has 35 receptions and 479 yards in the last three games, making him the first player and only player in NFL history to have 35 plus catches for 450 yards plus in a three games in a three game span in a single season. I can't even talk. I'm just so infatuated with the guy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but whoa, whoa. That's one. That's one reason why they will win. JJ's a stud. One reason, not nah, dude. Like JD, but my first name's Justin, Justin Jefferson, but we got a lot in common. So maybe my namesake, because I'm I'm actually older than him. So my namesake's gonna go in there and win that game over your old, you know, old fart Rogers. But oh, that man. is the re- that is the reason that uh, the the Packers will win this game is Aaron Rodgers, man. Um, against the Vikings, he, he's he's never thrown more than one interception against Vikings in any of his last twenty two starts. Uh, longest streak by any QB against a single opponent in NFL history. Get this. He has an interception percentage of 0.9% against the Vikings. It's like basically one out of a hundred passes um, 
he throws an interception against the Vikes. So old man Rogers will go out there and, and win the game for green Bay. That's, that's the reason they will win. Yeah. I, I just, Hey, Justin Jefferson can put up 400 yards. I think, uh, I think Kirk will, uh, will inevitably throw a pick at the worst time or, or something like that will happen. I just, I fully trust the Packers to win this. Uh, but Hey, I mean, it's a division game and, uh, Dude, the the Vikings like this is one of those games they can they can make a statement win uh and, and shut all the doubters up so it's gonna be interesting I I would imagine it would be close but it, it's one of those it could, it could go a variety of different ways I just I don't have much trust in Kirk Cousins himself um, <laughs> that's, that's well documented here <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah I mean dude uh if the Packers sneak in the playoffs I I it'll be it'll be pretty interesting just because of the the circumstances and is this Aaron Rodgers last season, at least as a Packer or, or in the NFL in general, that's another whole can of worms. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of another divisional game and a former Minnesota Viking, we got Teddy Bridgewater who has a one and three record as a starter this year, um, playing fill in for the uh, Tua Tagovailoa who has the concussions and they're playing against the Patriots and, Mac Jones, um, I know you're a lover of Mac Jones, but didn't he get hit with the fine lately? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so, okay, so he throw. you know, they're playing the Bengals this past week, and, and this is far from the first time this has happened uh, in, in an instance where he, he makes a dirty, unnecessary play, especially, like, when he threw a pick to begin with, which is, it's kind of, like, just insult to injury. Like, first he makes a, a mistake, and then, he he like stamps his feet. Yeah, in, in all in all estimation, he Mac Jones was a mistake. But uh, anyways, oh, um, bro, I don't I don't know about that one. What, no, I mean the editing department. Can we keep that? I say that as borderline PG thirteen, so we'll let it rock. <laughs> anyway, continue, my guy. Yeah, he, uh, he uh, uh, pushing man, the lines well, here. He he, I mean, dude, he's a he made the NFL. He's accomplished you know, far more than I have in that respect, in that respect. But dude, he, he, he lays out, he, he, he completely lays his body right in front of Eli Apple to, to trip him. And, and what's even worse is then he gives the explanation that um, I was trying to make a block, uh, which makes no, <laughs> he makes no sense. So somebody else. Yeah. So somebody else can tackle the guy who's running into the end zone. <laughs> and I don't think there's anybody behind like past Mac Jones. And, you're, you're, you're kind of saying you're, you're trying to lay a block for the Bengals almost is what you're making it sound like it made none of it his apology was was in no other words bullshit uh and and he he's a dirty player man like uh, I saw it Pat McAfee make a whole spiel about it um you know everybody's kind of commented on it by now but uh he he tried to kick Jaquan Brisker in in the doodads I'll say it that way and then, <laughs> uh and I mean Jaquan Brisker, former Penn State safety. I gotta, I always have respect there. So uh, that was the first first one. And then um, I forget what else he did. It. There was another one where he laid. He like it, it, he's trying to hurt people, man. Like don't don't get it yeah. twisted. It's not a football play. He's he's you know fitting New England quarterback trying to trying to uh, play within the the lines or or you know cross over the line if you if you will, but. I, I really have no respect for Mac Jones. I think he's a, I mean, I know he suffered that gruesome injury, but now he just, every time he comes to the sideline, he's may, crying or complaining or throwing his helmet. He, he's just a baby. And, and 
I can't stand him. So uh, hopefully he gets absolutely lit up by that Dolphins defense. And and dude, a lot of people are saying that these defensive linemen will catch on that he's doing that, and he's gonna get. I mean, even if they give up a penalty, he's gonna get thrown to the ground one of these weeks where he's gonna be like just abu- absolutely abused. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, for sure. Where it uh, gets around totally... the NFL. Absolutely, and defenders have to look out for one another. So, I mean, I could definitely see someone throwing a hard shoulder, you know, down on them, you know, three hundred pound lineman, or you know, even even a safety just coming in absolutely lighting him up. So, you know, I don't like, you know, I don't wish people to get hurt, but um, to rattle rattle his brain bucket a little bit, not as not for a concussion, you know what I mean, but just <laughs> rattle his brain bucket with a good solid hit sounds sounds good to me. Maybe he'll stop being a baby from Bama then, but. Oh. Um, Realistic, realistic. Hey, you know, played for Alabama. I just figured <laughs> yeah. baby from baby from Bama worked out pretty well. You know, it flowed I, together. I, I think he's taking a it's shot like, at, at the whole state of Alabama on that one. That's that's. Oh, no, no, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 don't go, don't go that far. <laughs> uh, I'm not trying to alienate anybody here. So <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> oh man, lost my train of thought. But um, Uh-oh. anyway. <laughs> We just one of these days, man. We're gonna have to stop hating on the Patriots. We're gonna get canceled, you know. <laughs> it, you know, it, I'll all go our down. Listeners, I'll go down fighting for that cause, man. I'll I'll, I'll die with the cause on that one. It's, it's I'll die with it. the cause fighting against the Patriots, man. That sounds <laughs> wrong, but anyway, <laughs> the Dolphins go in um, up to New England and get a get a win up there uh, with Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater under center. Say that you know, 10 times fast. You think, you think they go up there and get, and get a win? I mean, they're sliding hardcore with, you know, I think it's like a four game losing streak, but this is not a good place to be playing. If they're trying to, trying to get that streak broken. Yeah. It's trying just, to break that streak. It, it spells a disaster. It just, it, it screams disaster in my opinion. Like new England has a top five, I think. And maybe I shouldn't say that, but, um, We'll get the stats. Yeah, we'll they're fifth. The, uh... Yep. Okay. They're fifth, right. and, fifth in points allowed per game. So you are correct, sir. Um, top. You know, talking defense, obviously, and and uh, just Teddy Bridgewater, man. Like, guy had so much promise, and and just so injury prone. It's 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 quite sad. I, I feel really genuinely, you know, sorry for that guy. Uh, just cannot stay on the field, <clears throat> and now he's he's pretty much a, a backup at this stage. Um. Yeah, I, I just think the only chance they have is if if he can bomb it down to Waddle or uh, Tyreek Hill, or, or maybe throw a little wide receiver screen, and and they just go go for a ton of yards. Um, it's just gonna be hard to, like I said, hard to beat that defense. I think New England wins this game. Unfortunately, I'm pulling for Miami, but I, I just in the cold climate, everything else, I think New England has the edge here. Well, it won't be snowing, so you know maybe uh, their coach won't be wearing his shirt talking about how he wishes it was colder so <laughs> maybe he will maybe you know they play pretty good in buffalo so maybe he wishes it was colder <laughs> going into that game as well but um I, I agree that the only way the dolphins really have a shot at winning that game is that they can get you know waddle or the cheetah going in the passing game and take the edge off the top i, I could see tyreek slipping by the defender and hitting you know like a 60 yard touchdown you know just to get uh get teddy some some um confidence in that pocket he used to be extremely mobile i haven't seen him play in years but used to be able to you know move move out of the pocket pretty well so i don't know if they'll do some bootlegs or or whatever to try to get him going but i'd like to see the fins beat beat the patriots in that game i'd like to see the dolphins in the playoffs um so should be a good one should be a good one 
I hope you're wrong with the loss as far as that goes. I hope you're I hope you're wrong. <laughs> so too, I'm telling man. you, we're gonna start we're gonna start a segment called I I hope I'm wrong and every week you know, for you, man, because you haven't said that this show. I, I've been waiting for you to say it, but you have not. A little bit disappointed there. I'm but. trying to. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm making some adjustments here. I'm I'm, I'm second half adjustments on the fly. So, okay, all right, all right. Like the Patriots defense last week against the Bengals, it almost got there, but not quite good enough. We no. we need you to say. We need you to say it. Come on, you got to say it. I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I hope I am wrong. Ha, right. uh, Teddy Bridgewater, man. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, what's he got? Uh, yeah. No, that's fair, man. We'll that's fair. Just give. Just uh, giving you some heck because I can on this Friday night. So, speaking of some heck or some hecklers, I don't know where I'm going with that, but Joey Bosa will not be getting heckled because he will actually be coming back uh, for the Chargers. He's going to be active uh, per coach Brandon Staley. So, that's good news for the Chargers as they, they get ready for the playoffs. They already locked locked in for um, that wild card spot. So, having, having him back on the field is definitely going to better their defense and you know, those Chargers, man, they could definitely uh, cause some noise in the playoffs. You never know. Uh, will the Chargers be the Chargers? Um, or is Justin Herbert going to elevate them past the level that, that Phillip Rivers could? So we'll find out in a couple of weeks here. Um, another game with huge playoff implications, also featuring a team from the, the AFC and same division as the Dolphins and Pats. We got the New York Jets versus the Seattle Seahawks. Somehow Tyler Lockett is questionable for that game. He had sustained an injury and only missed one game, but he is questionable to return. Um, this is a game that both these teams need if they want to make the playoffs. I think, I don't know for sure, but I believe the, if they lose, both teams would be eliminated from the race. Talk about, you know, another sliding team with the Jets. They do get Mike White back, which automatically bumps up their chances of winning like 300% from when they were playing with Zach Wilson <laughs> under center. Wow. Um, but, um, yeah, man, Seattle Jets. What do you got? Are you flipping a coin for that game? I mean, it is in Seattle. You got that twelfth man. Well, I bash, I bash the twelfth man all the time. But with all respect, yes. I gotta salute the twelfth man on this one. Um, I think the tw- just because they have the twelfth man, they win. No, um, <laughs> the, I do think the Seahawks find a way to win. I have no trust in the Jets right now as they continue to slide. I, I I know they rally around Mike White pretty well, but I just feel like they've hit a skid and and confidence is kind of looming right now. I know the Seahawks haven't played much better as of late, but I, I just I trust the Seahawks at home to win that game. And in a relatively close game, I think, you know, the spread might be a safe play here if you're a if you're a gambling man and or woman. Um <laughs> so um I do look for the for the for the twelfth man, the Seattle twelfth man's to uh, to win. Twelfth man or woman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not discriminate. Twelfth man or woman, whatever it might Seattle be. Seattle there. Yeah, uh, yeah. So anyway, no, I <laughs> I would like to see I'd like to see Geno Smith get get a win over his old team, the Jets, because they um definitely didn't do anything positive for his career, and it's been nice to see him as a career journeyman uh, resurrect his career in, in Seattle. So. I'm going Jets as Mike as much as I like, you know, Mike White. I'm sorry, I'm going voting for the Seahawks as as much as I like uh Mike Mike White. Man, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> I really can't. So you know, this is pretty much a you know, a comedy show slipping on my words. Um 
if you're trying to trying to listen and get some actual good commentary, you might want to go back and listen to one of the other shows. If you're just looking to laugh at me, um, it's a, it's all right, man. Chance. We we both got a we both have faces for radio. That's what they say. So we uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got a face for radio. <laughs> apparently, apparently not the voice because it's all it's all <laughs> slipping and sliding around here. It is cold outside. My tongue slipping on some ice instead of my feet. Who knows? <laughs> um, just going wild here, but we're having a good time on a Friday night, you know. So anyway, yeah, I'll take the Seahawks over the Jets. That's my desire, but I, I definitely, I definitely think it's going to be a close one, and uh, I will not be disappointed if Mike White leads the Seahawks to victory. So. We'll see the, come Monday. Yeah, yeah, the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. That's uh, all right. Doing a switch. Doing a switch of Just making sure you're awake over there, buddy. He's awake, guys. He's awake. Maybe, <laughs> hey, maybe Mike. Hey, man, it's a preview. Maybe Mike White goes to Seattle next year. Who knows? Hey, man. Crazier things it have happened. It, it, it is quite possible. It is quite possible. Yeah. So uh, two more games to to look at here. I don't know if I'll be able to stumble and bubble bubble <laughs> my way through with the words. Uh, producer might might tell me i gotta take a time out here but uh we're gonna try to get through it um the game of the week monday maybe the biggest game of the year um playoffs not included the buffalo bills cincinnati bengals josh allen joe burrow what the fuck like is going to go down in that game pg-13 you're allowed to have two f-bombs in the sh- in the, the movie so anyway there's my first one ever on the show What's happening Let's in that go. game, man? Let's go. Um, hey, I mean, if you want to use the f bomb, you know, in in a celebratory way, that's more than fine with me. Um, usually, I use it out of frustration, <laughs> so that's a much more positive uh, vibe to it. I, I like it. Um, back to the to the game at hand. Um, you know, Joey B, Joe Shiesty, whatever you want to call the, the bastard. Now. Nah. Uh, what, what, you know, Whoa, however... <laughs> hey, there's there's no love for Joe Burrow. What? No, oh, no, man, I, I, the second. I, I do like no, no. In all seriousness, I just the nicknames are you know there's there's probably more nicknames than uh than touchdowns he's thrown this year. But uh, yeah, oh, but, no, no, mad no. shade, mad no, shade. Okay, no, I, I right, think the Bengals right. win this. I think the Bengals uh not pummel them, but I think the Bengals are just they're they're red hot right now. Um. They're trying to close that division out, uh, you know, officially. So uh, I, I just the Bills, man. They, they, they've had some like hiccup. I mean, I know the Bengals started out slow, but dude, you look at the last five, six weeks, the Bengals are just rolling. All oh, yeah. systems Absolutely. are a go. Uh, and just I know the Bills are twelve and three. Don't get me wrong, but they've a lot of their games they've kind of escaped in ugly fashion, in my opinion. Um, and yeah, I, I just think I think Joey B is too too red hot right now, and and Josh Allen, even though he's six five and can run over people, um, it, it's just not going to be enough. I I just I think the Bengals win this. I agree, I agree, and, and I'll tell you why: the wide receivers on the Bengals are absolutely insane, and Joey B has options for days to throw to. I mean, you got T Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd. Uh, maybe even the running back, you know, coming out of the backfield, you know, Mixon, um, you know, he's he has uh, how many receptions does he have this year? Uh, 55 receptions. So, I mean, that's a lot for running back. You know, that's a career high for him. So just so many weapons um, for Burrow up, you know, for, for uh, Burrow's Bengals here. So, you know, Josh Allen, you know, he's going to have to do Josh Allen things and some uh, to win this game. Um I think it, it'll come down to to who makes uh, the least mistakes as far as passing the ball. Um, you know, 
if Allen throws two interceptions and Burrow throws one, the Bengals win that game. If you know, I think the turn- turnover uh, ratio is going to be the biggest thing. I think uh, the team with with less turnovers is going to win that game. I know a lot of teams can overcome, you know, uh, two turnovers, but I think if one of these teams has two and the other has one, you know, and they're uh, they're a goner. So I'm taking Burrow uh, over the Bills. I'm going to say they win by about seven points. Uh, that's my that's my take. Take it to the bank and deposit that that pick right there. I, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> going to the bank. I think the bank is actually closed now. But <laughs> well, I'm still <laughs> for one of my pickups for this week. I'm taking the Bengals over the Bills. <laughs> don't break in the bank. That's not. We didn't say that. We didn't advise that. Don't. don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Mouth. Definitely, uh, definitely not. You, you tailgate at the bank the way you, you tailgate at the at the football game. So anyway, you know. <laughs> Banks open Monday, so so is the uh, the game there being played on Monday. So <laughs> you mentioned the Bengals uh, closing out that division. Um, I, I don't think that's going to be an issue. You know, honestly, um, Lamar Jackson is out again this week, missing. Uh, he's missing a lot more time than expected. But um, Tyler Snoop Huntley gets the start uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Man, uh, I don't know if I trust the Ravens to even beat the Steelers, bro. I, I mean, the Steelers coming. Coming off that incredible, you know, last minute victory over the Raiders, you know, Kenny Pickett, um, we we know we've mentioned before that he's a, a real bright spot on that team. You know, seems to be poised. Um, I think the Steelers uh, win this game. I think they, you know, with Jackson Lamar Jackson in, I think he, you know, takes the the Ravens the victory. But without him, I'm going Steelers, man. What do you think? See, I wanna, I wanna say that I wanna, like, I wanna pick the Steelers. I do. I just, dude, that offensive line. I, I, I don't think I've seen anything that bad in, in Pittsburgh. I've never seen anything that bad. Um, as far as like all time, I mean, I don't know. That's tough to say. Uh, the, <laughs> the eye test. Uh, but dude, Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett takes. I mean, more hits than than Wiz Khalifa before you know these concerts he's doing. <laughs> Um, I mean, he, he guy is a hey, human clever. human body bag out there, man. Like he is just getting absolutely just annihilated almost every single time he throws. Um, and that Ravens I mean, defense. Make, no, go ahead. Real quick, I mean, it would make sense, you know. Wiz Khalifa did sing the song "Black and Yellow," so if he's taking hits before the show, <laughs> poor Kenny Pickett's going to be taking hits. So, Wiz, you got to stop smoking so my boy Pickett doesn't get hit. So. <laughs> I mean, that dude, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> maybe, maybe Wiz Khalifa should try to block somebody out there. I mean, it's that offensive line is in shambles to say the least, and and I just feel like the Ravens are gonna feast on that offensive. The Ravens say what you want about them all year. I mean, somehow, some way, they're sitting there at ten and five, which doesn't like you watch them and you don't feel like that's the case. Uh, if they didn't blow a lot of those leads, they'd probably be you know maybe a one or two lost team. Which is absolutely crazy. Uh, yeah, but they've lost a lot of close ones. The Vikings on the right side of that, you know, at eleven and zero. Right. I, I don't know the exact record for the for the uh, Ravens, but I know they've lost quite a few. I think they blew four score. four leads at least, four double digit leads. Um, yeah, something like that. So I mean, dude, I, I do think the Ravens will find a way to win this game. Uh, it's going to be ugly once again. I pray that Kenny Pickett can just stay healthy and not get concussed again. Um, yeah, seriously. Because the kid is just taking a beating, and and if I'm the Steelers, I probably would throw Trubisky in there just because it's like I I don't want to jeopardize my my future for I mean yeah the Steelers whatever 
five percent chance of making the playoffs or something, but they're not going to do anything. There's an outside chance. They're yeah. they're not winning a playoff game. I can promise you. Whoever plays them will annihilate that offensive line. So, um, it, it's it's not worth it. I think the Ravens win, even though uh, Huntley gets you know Snoop or whatever uh, gap tooth I call him. But um, <laughs> the, the uh, dude, I, I'll say this: like this whole like Lamar goes out last year and he's out for longer than they expected, and then this year once again, it's a it's. It's getting a little fishy to me. I, I think, like, it's a contract thing. I think he's unhappy with the Ravens. I think it's more than than what meets the okay. eye. I, I think so some hot hot take. He's not in Baltimore next year. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't want to go that far, but I think he's, I think he's kind of holding them hostage to a certain degree. Because, uh, I mean, they expected him back last week. Now it's another. It, it just it's back to back years of, I think the same like the ankle again and and. It just something tells me that it's more than just an injury, man. I, I feel like he's he's kind of screwing them um, at the end of the year. I mean, they're they clinched the playoff spot, so you expect them to play regardless, you know, week one of the playoffs. But it's it's just fishy to me, and I and I just okay. have that feeling that he's he's you know pulling strings behind the behind closed doors on on that team. And I don't know, man. I it's they're gonna have to shell out a probably the most guaranteed money if not the you know tied for the most guaranteed money with with Deshaun to keep him and I don't know if he's worth it in my opinion to do all that um I it's it's, it's you know time's ticking on them time is ticking on the Ravens yeah no that's an interesting hot take um the game's gonna be cold but you got the hot take for sure <laughs> uh, that that one is actually what in the world I said it's going to be cold. Uh, it's supposed to be partly cloudy with a high of 61 Wow! on New Year's Day um, in Baltimore. So I guess the game will not be cold. <laughs> really weird, weird that's, times. That's Yeah, that's wild. I'm, uh, I'm off on a lot of things tonight, apparently even the weather. But that's okay. I'm not a <laughs> meteorologist, so we're, we're good. So um, All good. Man, oh, man. Last game we'll look at here, Saints and Eagles. Uh, our man Jalen Hurts is is um, doubtful, so we're, we're looking at Minshew Mania again. So many benefits to winning this game. Obviously, you know we get the first seed um, in the NFC, wrap up the wrap up the division as well, and um, get a better draft pick too, because we we do have the Saints first round draft pick. So winning <laughs> this game definitely definitely benefits us in in three different ways. So any chance that the Saints you know pull this game off? Um, the Vegas odds, you know, with the the thought of Hertz, you know, playing the game where we were like seven point favorites and it's dropped down to like five point favorites. Do you think the Saints have a chance or is Minshew just going to just do his thing and the Eagles are going to run all over him? Uh, excuse me. I, I'd like to see the defense tighten it up this week uh, against a, a team that really offensively is not a juggernaut by any stretch of the imagination. Um, giving up 40 to Dallas kind of hurt. I know, obviously, that there was Avante Max going out of the game, and and we got into that, you know, you know, very in depth. We got into that in, in our one of our last shows, um, and and I just look for Minshew to to once again go to go to the targets, man. Like go to go to Goddard, go to AJ Brown, go to Devontae Smith. Um, Saints have a decent defense. I'm not gonna put it past them to to the defense might keep them in the game, but if you're the Eagles at home. This is a game you need to make a statement. Coming off a loss, you need to be hungry. Um, I, I feel like the Eagles do win this game. 
Um, might not be the prettiest of games, but um, yeah, with with Minshew Mania in there, I I love the guy. Uh, you know, much respect to him, and hopefully the the stash, the goatee has has a power of its own, and uh, <laughs> they they find a way to just they they need to win, man. You can't you start you drop back to back games. Doubt creeps in a little bit as we go into the the most crucial time of the of the season, the you know the real season, the playoffs. So. It's uh we we need to win and I think we will but um that Saints defense is no slouch I'll say that uh, I think the Eagles mop up the Saints get that first position and and move forward I think Jalen Hurts plays a little bit next week so that he's not rusty in, in game one of the playoffs after that that bye bye week so um I mean the Saints did even though they're giving us their draft pick this year they did get their man Chris a lot I don't know if it's a lave or a lave they got Olave, him. Uh, yeah. I love yeah, they got him in the draft and he's balling out um for sure. You know, there's a chance he hits a thousand yards this year, but I think the Eagles they come back, they're pissed off. They just come back actually mop up the Saints at home. I expect that's you know, spread of five points. That that is very generous. I, I think the Eagles win this game by at least two touchdowns. Oh so that's that's my take on that. Don't take that one to the bank either. Remember it's closed. So <laughs> Love it. Oh man. <laughs> That's all I got, man. That's all I got. I stumbled and bubbled my way through this and um, hopefully gave some laughs along the way on this Friday night. Who we shouting out, man? The usual. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Pick'ems. I'm stumbling and bumbling and missing my pick'ems. So, uh, <laughs> real quick, I already said earlier, two of them. I got the Bengals over the Bills, the Steelers over the Ravens, and I'm going to go with – um. Patriots over the Dolphins. I know. I'm gonna go Dolphins over the Patriots. Oh, might be wishful okay. think. Might be wishful thinking, but probably is. But uh, I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you got, Matt? Who do you got? Um. All right, uh, I'll do. Uh, you didn't. You didn't pick the Jets game in the in this scenario. Uh, you know, at our pick them. So I'll go Seahawks over Jets. Um. Man, I don't like a lot of these. Uh, I really, do, I really don't. Um, a lot of these I just don't trust. I guess I, I I'll take the lo- man. You know what? I don't even want to take the Lions or the Bears. I don't. I don't want to do that. Um, I'll take the I'll take the Giants over the Colts. Um, Giants need to bounce. You know, need to continue to win and and keep momentum there. And the Colts are just good. Good God Almighty, they are bad. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna pick another easy one, so I'll go. And this is gotta get uh, go, take them Panthers over the Bucks, man. Take the uh, Panthers I, over the Bucks. If I want to, uh, I'll I'll take it. I mean, you can have the Dol- you can have the Dolphins Patriots game and pick that one. I'll take the Panthers over the Bucks. I'll get. I'll get. You know what? I'll take the Jags over the Texans. I'll, I'll that that one's not like super surprising, but I think I think that's a close uh, lame. game. Lame. Uh, uh, but <laughs> in, in Dougie P, I trust. Uh, in Doug Peterson, I trust. So. All right, um, all right. I think that's a close game, though. I think that's that's like very close, uh, just because okay. the, the Texans don't go away for whatever. Yeah, reason. this is a meaningless game for the Jags, but I, I think they'll play their hearts out anyway. I, I think Trevor Lawrence. I think it's an easy pick, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, actually, at the end of our last show, we did resolutions. Um, we each had three teams and a New Year's resolution that they should have. So I want to end the segment real quick with that. Um, my first resolution. The Giants 
my first team and the resolution they should have going into the new year is figuring out the wide receiving core. I think the, you know, whether or not they go out and they sign OBJ, whether they go to the draft, I think Daniel Jones personally has shown enough that, that he's the guy, um, you know, the coach, Brian Dable, uh, he's done a really good job there. And, and Saquon, you know, is balling out. So that's what I think with the Giants. Who do you got for your first team? What resolution? I'm going to go with the Chicago Bears. Um, once again, another team that needs an offensive line. I mean, it, it's Justin Fields is running for his life every single time he steps back in the pocket. Um, that just needs, you know, he's not going to last in this league uh, if they can't protect him. So they, they need to sure up that offensive line and, and get him some protection. Cause you know, just like Daniel Jones, I think Justin Fields has shown some flashes of, of, of greatness this year. It's just, can you, can you keep him upright at this point? Fair enough. Um, team two for me, I'm going with the lions and they just need defense. Um, I know, I know they got, uh, Aiden, is it Alden or Aiden Hutchinson in last year's draft? And, and, you know, he's showing signs of being a stud, but, um, they just need a defense. Their offense is firing, and they, they just can't stop people from scoring. So, however they got to do it, make it happen there in Detroit. Who do you got? I like that. Yeah, I'll stick with the defense, and I'll stick with the same division. Uh, the Minnesota okay. Vikings, um, they're ranked 30th in defense. Uh, quite surprising. I know they, they have some guys there um, that, you know, usually are. I, I just – they're giving up way too many yards and way too many points uh, for, for what – um, could be a, a better team in my opinion. And, and obviously they're, they're still upper echelon of the NFL with the record, but you know, come playoff time, will that defense get exposed? It's, you know, highly possible. Absolutely. Yeah. My third team here, I'm going with, with the Rams and the resolution that they should make is to keep Baker Mayfield. I think with Matthew Stafford being uh, toward the end of his career, um, and you know, he's been banged up his entire career, tough as nails, that's for sure. But I think they should, uh, Keep keep Mayfield. He's a solid player. He's he's shown that he can he can get it done a bit um, without the full supporting cast there. Um, so I think they should do what they can to keep him on the roster. Who do you who do you have for your third and final team? The last resolution. Yeah, the uh, actually the team that we've touched on a good bit just a little bit ago, the Saints. Um, they need to figure out what they're going to do with Taysom Hill, other than you know put him at every single position um <laughs> on almost every drive it seems like um i i say that, you know more specifically like start him for the first six or seven games next year and see what he can do um the defense is there uh defense has, has been consistent for years and they have a defensive minded head coach so if they can just figure it out on offense they wouldn't be a, a bad team by any stretch yeah no i agree let Taysom sling the ball um so anyway now i think we're ready to to wrap up the show as as my brain no longer farts and uh, we get going here, so who, who we shout out, man? Uh, yeah, uh, level of playing field as always. Um, fourteen twenty sports podcast as well. Always check them out. Check out their morning show, fourteen twenty in the morning, and uh, level of or I'm sorry, do this every week. Uh, fan in, fan the, in van. the van, fan, fan in, in the van. van. How can I forget? Uh, <laughs> Jim at fan in the van. Uh, definitely all all three shows. Great great stuff and and great uh. Great sound bites on all three of those. So, so definitely, you know, yeah, if you listen to us, listen to them. Absolutely. And then check us out on Twitter at Brutally Honest without the T. Twitter wouldn't let us have the T, so Brutally Honest. Hope you all have a great weekend. Stay safe. Don't get too drunk. We will see you all Monday. Have a good one. Stay safe. Stay safe.